Here we go, another episode of the Crush Cast. Today, Lou Nucciarino, all-time great Hall of Fame branch manager in Buffalo. So, Nooch, thank you for joining us. First, I just want to reflect back on 2020, and I wonder if you could share either lessons learned or observations on how you adapted and how your advisors adapted. Absolutely, Jim. Obviously, you know, 2020 was a different year than any, no matter what age we are, 2020 was a different year for everybody. And I think we all had to learn and adapt from things. Um, you know, I think both personally and professionally, you know, we, we, we adapted in different ways. First, I'll speak personally. I think we, we really learned to appreciate some of the simple things in life that we all took for granted. You know, things like just getting together with family on holidays and and uh, you know, going out for dinner or, or just meeting people in the park, whatever it might be. Um, so I think we pull that and I pull that from my personal life and put it into our professional life. And obviously, you know the job we have with, with mentoring advisors, coaching advisors and taking care of our clients. Um, I think we really all had to be very adaptable and um, we didn't realize how many tools we had at our fingertips and things we could use to still communicate with clients, to still run meetings, to still do things um, maybe not in a face-to-face -face manner, but still be effective leaders and effective mentors um, in that world. My mantra last year was trying to keep things normal in a not-so-normal world. And, you know, obviously that was very difficult to do, but I feel like with that mindset, we were able to overcome um, and take care of all of our clients. We were able to take care of advisors from a firm level. And, you know, I'm proud to say that we really didn't lose any advisors and not to speak negatively, but um, you know, there were some dark days for people when they were struggling to figure out, especially newer advisors, to really figure out how they were gonna prospect for new clients, how they're gonna take care of their clients. And um, with, with the technology, with the tools, and you know, with, the, with the measures that we had, um, we were able to, able to win last year in, in a year where I know it sounds terrible because a lot of tragic things happened in, in the country, but it was really a winning year for the organization. Well, so people in general were reminded of life's simple pleasures. We were all challenged and we realized how great it is to have friendships and to be with family. In terms of execution, you're saying that the tools were in place and you saw advisors deploying those tools. Now, as you consider some advisors that maybe had their best year ever, what did you see them doing? I believe they were the people that were proactive it was very easy to curl up into a ball and kind of just feel sorry for ourselves and really, you know, maybe panic a little bit. But again, I feel like the advisors that really came through it strongly, and we had many, many of them, they were open to changing. They were open to coaching. They were really open in, to communication with their clients. And again, utilizing some of the things that we have. I, I'll give you a quick example, not to give a plug to anybody, but there was a join me. There's a join me icon on my computer screen for the last five years, three years, right? Yeah. I don't think I ever clicked that join me button. I joined a couple of meetings here and there, you know, by the, by the end of March, I knew what join me was. And by April, I was so proficient in join me. And then we evolved into, you know, zoom and Microsoft teams and other tools that we've used. Um, so it was, it was really creating an awareness for the advisors and, and, and helping and coaching them to utilize things. And then I think they just reassured their clients that they were there for them. Maybe it wasn't in person. It was virtual but they were still on top of things. We were gonna take care of their portfolio, their insurance, whatever it might be, their planning. And um, the, the, the reassurance and the confidence that 
I think the organ, you know, first of all, or our organization had, and then I tried to relay that from a branch level down to the advisor level. And the advisors just did a phenomenal job of, of really being mindful of their clients and taking care of things and, and communicating. It's all about communication, whether things are good or bad. And um, I think our advisors did an exceptional job of communicating with their clients. Staying connected, continuous discussions, maintaining the relationship. Your organization, from my perspective, is famous for getting it done. When you look at the structure of the organization, a higher percentage of advisors are developed in the empire than any other organization in the country. What's your view on that? What's your perspective? Do you have a why? I do have a why. I believe I have a why. And it starts right when people come in the door. We try to build a winning culture from day one. And what I mean by winning means different things to everybody. But we want, when people come on board here, I want them to have, you know, I'm in my 27th year here now. I want them to have a 27, 35, 37 year career. And we plant that in their minds from day one. You know, we're going to make a commitment to you. We want you to make a commitment back. And I promise you this career will deliver to you everything you, you could ever dream of. So we try to start with the failure is not an option. In development in our, in our world is, is not failing, right? So um, we plug them in and then we, we assign a mentor to them. We plug them into training and we continuously monitor and mentor them when they're maybe slipping. We all know this is a tough industry and, and, and it's a tough business. And, you know, we do wonderful things and we positively impact clients' lives every day, but it's, it's difficult to get started. And, and uh, I think we're, we are there, um, we're mindful. It's training plus selection plus mentoring that really helps our development rates. And, and I believe people come in the door believing they can, can succeed with us. And, you know, we, we try to just instill that in them from day one. And doesn't it then become part of the culture, those expectations and that execution, it's, it permeates all through the organizations. That's what people expect to do. It absolutely does. And again, we, not to overuse the word winning, but we try to create that winning culture. And um, I think people want to keep up and they want, as we raise the bar, we continue to try to raise the bar. People want to raise the bar and they see that they're helping clients. Their, their own life is getting better. And, you know, they, I think people don't realize the, the, the unlimited ceiling we have in this business, because the more people we help, the better we do. So once people get a little bit of a taste of it, 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 it tends to be a little bit contagious. And, you know, everybody's a little bit competitive, too, which is great and in a friendly way, not a cutthroat way in any way, but a very friendly way. We all want to keep each other going, keep pushing each other. And that's really part of our culture is we we leave no man behind and we just keep we keep pulling on the rope together. Performance culture. Now, I want to go to the Bills. You talk about contagious. Can you explain what you're experiencing in Buffalo? You've got a winning football team, a playoff football team. In all honesty, like, what does that feel like in the city? And I just want to make the connection to how that can feel in an organization as well. Yeah, I think that's a great analogy right now because, again, you know, if those who don't know Buffalo, New York, it's got a reputation of having seven feet of snow and, you know, bad economy and uh, unfortunately, the snow part might be right, but um, it, it's a really great city. And it's a the nickname of Buffalo is the city of good neighbors. So we rally around our football team and people take it very passionately. Um, it's been 27 years since we've been in an AFC championship game. Now, I'm I'm old enough to remember it, but but I have three children who are in their you know low 20s who've never experienced winning. And that that's happening a lot in the city. So the, the fact of wanting to win and then then seeing the team win has really you know, it's changed the whole culture of the city again. I remember this back in the 90s when the Bills went to four straight Super Bowls. It has that feeling again. And when you equate that to, you know, an organization, it's the same thing. People get a little bit of a taste of it and they like it and they want more. 
and they get a little fiery and they get a little more passionate and people, you know, bond together. The Buffalo Bills have really bonded people in Buffalo, realizing with COVID we can't bond maybe like we would have, you know, in other years, but um, there's a definite solidarity there and it's a kind of a one for all and Buffalo against the world mentality. And, and I think sometimes in an organization, we feel that way too. Let's, you know, let's show everybody how good we can do. Gives you something to root for. So close out question. What's your mindset? 2021. We're 10 months into COVID. People have fatigue. Your organization is absolutely flourishing. What's your mindset and, and where do you get your inspiration? I would say the mindset now, now that we've come through 2020, and again, nobody knows what the future holds. I'm hoping we see light at the end of the tunnel, the vaccines out, or the mindset really is one that, you know, we're going to win and we're going to win big. And I just feel like I have a responsibility being in this chair that I know what my job is. My job is to show up every day and lead the way. And whether I have to push or pull, I'm willing to do that. And I try to change people's mindset. I feel really fortunate for, for being in this business 26, seven years. And you know, I'm so thankful for what this business has done for me. And I just want to show other people now what it can do for them. It's not about the paycheck. It's not about winning trophies. Although those two things are very nice. To me right now, it's about giving back it's about mentoring. It's about helping people not make the same mistakes that I've made. And I feel like right now, especially in Buffalo and the Empire Upstate New York, we have that recipe in place and it's really fun to watch it flourish. You've got momentum and you get your exhilaration from helping people see what's possible and then helping them perform at a level that they never thought was possible. 100%. It, it really, I cannot tell you how thrilled and, and, and what, what pride I feel when I see people accomplish things and bring people on board from another profession or a fresh college graduate and see them flourish. And, you know, they start, you know, uh, having success and then they grow as a family, they grow personally and professionally. And to know that we hopefully had a little piece of helping them get that success, there's nothing more gratifying. Seeing greatness in others, maybe before they did, and then helping them achieve their best life. All right. Uh, inspiring news. Thanks for all you do and go Bills. Thanks. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate it very much. Go Bills.